Yay, I have a female listener. And no, I don't mean identifies as a female born a man. I'm talking natural born female. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So, a second listener has interacted with me on Twitter. You know, I think, what, 450 podcasts in, two people have interacted with me. And that's, that's probably the correct ratio. But so we were talking about a little bit of abortion stuff, I think kind of in response to one of my, probably my last abortion podcast. Because, you know, there's abortion in the air, abortion laws in the air, because the Supreme Court is going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And I like my listeners, and I like to interact with them. And so I was interacting with her, talking about this stuff. And, you know, she obviously has a her own perspective, which is interesting. Um, and so I asked her if I could read what she and I talked about, basically what she was saying, um, on Twitter. And so that's what I'm going to do today. And I will say, uh, there's one there's one other, there's a fellow, I forget his name, but um, his Twitter handle, but... I interacted with him on Twitter, and he's like, hey, why don't you talk about this and this? And you know what I did? I talked about those two things. And then in real life, I have some friends. They're like, hey, why don't you talk about crypto? Why don't you talk about crypto, etc." So, at least up until this point, um, anytime that anyone wants me to talk about anything, I've done it. I mean, it doesn't matter if I have a freaking clue at all about the subject, I'll still talk about it. This lady's name, you know, you got your name and your handle, I don't know. So she's, uh, hands up, don't resist, at Stop Blaming Cops. That's her Twitter name and handle. And I guess this started with her sending out a tweet, I don't think not to me, but she just sent out a general tweet and how it got started. So she said, no forced pregnancy for humans. I am not a farm animal. And I replied... Moo, like a cow says, moo with many O's, many O's, about nine O's. And she said, looking forward to hearing your thoughts on a future podcast. I replied, sweet, tell me what you think if you listen to one. She said, I listen to all of them eventually, and I am a natural born female, contrary to your assumption that you have no female listeners. Very appreciative of your talent for bottom line analysis. Whatever. I wanted to stop and say, wow, how flattering that is. I'm just going to keep reading. That's stupid. So I replied, glad to hear I have an NBF listener. So this is going to come into... I I, I get confused later, but NBF stands for Natural Born Female. Anyway, so she replies, I do take issue with your bottom-lining abortion stats, however. Even if one female is forced to continue a pregnancy she doesn't want, that's one too many. And your assumption that more... D syndrome, she means Down syndrome, kids are cute, so why not, let's have lots more, leads me to believe you have never had the honor of being responsible for one of these cuties up to adulthood when those buggers get really strong and riddled with dementia. So cute. How about trading forced pregnancy for even one NBF with a forced draft for NBMs? Hopefully you can figure out natural born male. And no skipsies for dudes with bone spurs, since you're not sure Trump was really all that bad. She continues, military draft, that is, just to be clear. I replied, 
Can I read your comments in a pod? And she goes, sorry, pod? Oh, God, so sorry. Yes, please do. Me not cool enough for this sandbox, apparently. And I replied, thanks. Makes me think of a buddy who would occasionally send me a text saying HBD. I didn't understand it. Turns out the text came once a year on my birthday. And so that was a, that's the end of it. That was a fun interaction. Um, I mean, I think there's something to it. Like, I don't know if I can change my mental state, but people care about things that affect them. So, you know, I think basically, like if you'd asked me, you know, like I'm very good at tests. If you give me a test, I will get like a 99 out of a hundred. And if you gave me a test and on that test was the question, do women care more about abortion rights than men, I mean, I would just, I'd look at that question, I would check off yes, and I'd move on to the next question. I'm, I'm also incredibly fast at tests, so it'd just be like, yes, next. But it doesn't mean that I really, you know, answering that question doesn't mean that I think about it, doesn't mean that I internalize it, doesn't mean that I put myself in another person's shoes and understand how they feel. In fact, all that means is I know what the test taker, I know the, I know the answer that the test taker wants. They want you to say yes. Like, you know, I just look at that and I go, oh, test taker wants yes, next. And so I think this is a good opportunity for me to stop and actually, you know, try. I mean, you can never really put yourself in someone else's shoes that good, but to stop and try and put yourself in someone else's shoes. And I guess the way to do that is imagine you're, a, or I, I will imagine I am a pregnant woman. And for some reason, I decide that I don't want the baby. Well, thinking about it like that, um, it would be incredibly important to me. I mean, a baby is so much work. I mean, it's 20 years of work. Like, hey, 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 would you like to be signed up for 20 years of work or whatever? I guess that's a good way of putting it. Hey, would you like to sign up for 20 years of work where you don't get paid? And I'd be like... You know, unless unless that's a job that I love, a job that I would do for free, um, the answer is I would be very distraught. I'd be very against being signed up for 20 years of work where I don't get paid. And so I don't know. I guess at that point I'd be like, whatever, keep it legal till the uh, contractions start. Now whatever. I mean, talking, you know, hearing a man talk about what would he do if he was a blah blah blah. I mean, that's just stupid. But anyways, there was my best attempt. Let's probably just leave it at that. But it was really cool. It was cool to hear an anti-woke woman take on a subject. I really did enjoy that. Thank you, natural-born female. It made me look up natural-born blank. I was, I went to you know you go to Google and you type in natural-born and I I was like what does it suggest to go along with natural-born? And the top one obviously is natural-born killers, which is a movie, pretty good movie. Like, when I saw the previews for that, I was like, wow, this movie's going to be insanely great. Because it's just going to be, whatever, the bad guys are the good guys. But anyways, it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't quite that good. But the bad guys are the good guys. And the other thing that Google suggested was Natural Born Leader. I've heard that. I guess what I'll say is that I thought there'd be, like, Natural Born This and Natural Born That. And there'd be a whole bunch of examples that Google would give me. Didn't really give me that many of them. But I'd be like... Natural born female and natural born male. That kind of, you know, makes you wonder, like, well, then you change it later? I mean, I don't know. I think if you, I think if you're a trans man, 
Can you call yourself a natural-born female? I don't know. It gets tricky. Whatever. I'd have to start putting myself in the shoes of other people again, and we're not going to go there. So, obviously, I like stats. So, if Roe versus Wade gets overturned, then it becomes a decision for each state to decide what they want to do about abortion. So, I decided to look up some of those stats because I keep listening to people talk about it, and they don't give me the stats I want. So, I decided to look it up, and I'll tell you about it. So, 13 states have a trigger ban, which means that it at some time in the past, they passed a law that said if Roe v. Wade is ever overturned, then boom, this law, whatever whatever the law it is they passed, you know, these things automatically happen. So they don't have to, like, wait and pass a law. They've already passed the law. They're just waiting for it. So that's 13 states. And you can imagine it's mostly um, the South, also uh, Idaho, Wyoming, a few other states like that. I guess the, what, the Mountain West. There's also nine states that, like, banned abortion before Roe versus Wade even happened. And it's pretty similar. It's, it's a lot of the same southern states, etc. But basically, you get rid of Roe versus Wade. Well, you know, back in 1911 or something, they banned abortion. And so I guess that law will go into effect. I think it's a little less clear. It's clear, like, if you like, okay, when, this, when Roe v. Wade is overturned, boom, this is what happens. The other ones is like, okay, you know, here, here, here's a hundred-year-old law. Does it go back into effect? We'll have to wait and see on those a little more. And I'll keep talking about the different things that can happen. But basically, I think it's 25 or 26. So just almost exactly half of the states, something will happen. Something will happen. Uh, talk a little bit more about what will happen. But something, something or other, will happen. And so 13 of those states are going to have a six-week ban. So half of America is going to do something, and half of them are going to ban it at six weeks, which I guess means before six weeks it'll be legal. And five of them have, from this thing that I'm getting my information from, a near total ban. So I guess they're not totally banning it, but five states will almost completely and utterly ban abortion. Must include, uh, you know, rape incest doesn't matter how many weeks you're in and i think when they say near near total ban like the one thing that uh people who want to um, outlaw abortion rights or whatever oppose abortion rights i think the life of the mother right that's the one that even when you oppose you know you're pretty you're, you you got to be extra extra hardcore against abortion rights to say if the mom's going to die you still can't abort and so i think the near total bans that's like, can't do it for any reason other than if the mother is like guaranteed to die, then, you know, that's, that would be the exception. And then four states are going to um, make abortion illegal in their state constitution. So I, whatever, I, don't, I don't know exactly what that means. I don't have an opinion on that part in particular, but I guess those are extra hardcore. So I was looking for what states would do, and I found the article that gave me that information, and, you know, it's very hard to describe like tables and stats in a podcast, but hopefully that made even half a lick of sense. But anyways, so the page where I got that information from also had a graph of how much farther a woman will have to drive to get an abortion. Because like right, you know, half the half the states are going to do something outlaw on abortion. Well, half the states it's going to be legal. Probably probably going to get more you know more legal basically in response to this uh, whole Supreme Court thing. 
And so they did a graph and it showed you like, how far did a woman have to drive when abortion was legal in her state or whatever, versus how far is she going to have to drive after her state makes those changes? Like basically, you're going to have to drive to some other state. Like how far is some other state that has legal abortion? How far away is that? And it varies. For some reason, Missouri, however, however far you have to drive, whatever, you have to drive, let's see, about 30 miles currently on average. Um, and after Missouri makes abortion illegal, you'll still have to drive about 30 miles. And maybe because that's because, uh, like, Kansas City, Missouri, maybe you have to go get your abortion in Kansas City, Kansas. I don't know. I guess I'll, I guess I'll tell you. So it goes anywhere from you don't have to drive any farther at all to the, the most extreme one is Louisiana. In Louisiana, you only have to drive, like, 20, 30 miles. But when they ban abortion, you're going to have to drive, like, 700 miles. I'll just name some of the other ones. So these are states where you're going to have to drive so much farther than previously. Florida, Texas, Mississippi, you know, basically all the states around Louisiana, basically the south. If you're in the south, especially if you're at the bottom tip of Florida, you can just imagine you're going to have to drive a long ways to get out. Of, just I mean, just to get out of your state like Texas, like if you're in the middle of Texas, it's a hell of a long drive just to get out of Texas. And then also the Mountain West states, like, whatever. You probably have to drive a long ways already because the state is so huge. You know, they got like Montana or Wyoming. They only have like one city in the whole freaking state. And that's a long ways away. But now if you have to, if you, you know, if you're in the middle of Wyoming and now you got to drive to the next state over, that's incredibly far just because Wyoming is huge like Texas. So, okay, I think I, think I hopefully have gotten the thing across there. Some people won't have to drive that far, but some people, especially in the South and the Mountain West, boy, they're going to have to drive forever. And I've already talked about, I mean, they're going to be able to send abortion pills through the mail, but uh, that's not going to cover everyone's situation. So, whatever. Just some information there. Well, I mean, I'll just give you some more stats from this page. I don't, I'm never going to talk about this page again. So they got another graph. It's talking about how much abortions are going to increase. I mean, I don't think this is true because you can get it in the mail. But anyways, their graph is how much abortions in a certain state would increase if people from all the surrounding states where abortion is illegal have to drive to that state, the one, the one remaining state that has it legal. And so the number one state there is Illinois, and they're saying that Illinois will have to do 87 times as many abortions as they currently do. I mean, that doesn't sound right to me. But anyways, and North Carolina will have to do 47 times as much abortions as they currently do. And California will have to do 29 times as much abortions as they currently do. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Some states, those numbers can't be right. I mean, I'm sure they did their math correctly. But anyways, some states are just going to have, I guess, very, very busy abortion clinics. So that's a problem. That's going to be a problem. You, you live in Indiana next to Illinois, and you want to get an abortion. Um, whatever. Sounds like it's going to be a nightmare. Just long lines or, you know, oh, you got to make an appointment a year in advance. It's like, well, that ain't going to work. We'll see how that goes, but something to keep an eye on. All right, there's a part in what she said in the 
Twitter stuff that I didn't understand. So I've gone back. I reread it. I think I understand. I re Let's go over that. She said, how about trading forced pregnancy for even one natural-born female with a forced draft for natural-born males? And no skipsies for dudes with bone spurs, since you're not sure Trump was really all that bad. Military draft, that is, just to be clear. So I think what she's saying here, and she can correct me on Twitter if she wants, but uh, if you're going to make women carry unwanted fetuses to term, then you should force men to go into the military. And I don't know. I mean, maybe that's right. I mean, it would make men think twice about stuff. Makes me think. I was talking to some people in real life, um, and they were saying if you, whatever, instead of making abortion illegal, you should do um, vasectomies. I guess, you know, forced vasectomies. Instead of forced carrying your baby to turn, term, um, men get forced vasectomies. And this is not me saying this, it's just what someone, some, yeah, basically some woke people, some woke people were saying that, but it was an interesting thing to say. And whatever, I was just messing with them, I trolled them, and I was like, oh, like, so, you know, 13-year-old boys, you, uh, just, sit, you know, just give them a vasectomy? And they were like, whatever. They did not take the bait on whether or not you do it to 13-year-old boys or whatever. But they're like, it's easy. You just, oh, no. Herpy derpy. Now I remember what I said. So they said, they, you know, men should have vasectomies. And so I replied with the stats. And it's something like, you know, 50% of men with a, you know, are they reversible? And the answer is, basically, they're not that reversible. Maybe Within one year, 50% of men will not be able to reverse it and have kids if they want. And maybe within four years, 80% of men cannot reverse it. And so then they replied, well, hey, you just, whatever, you freeze your sperm. You freeze your sperm for later if you're worried about not being able to reverse it. And I said, are you going to take 13-year-old boys and, like, freeze their sperm and give them a forced vasectomy? And I don't have a point here. I think I probably shouldn't have said shouldn't have said any of that. I shouldn't I shouldn't have said the first thing I said or the third thing I said. Um, but I've had some beers, and it's just fun to troll people sometimes. Twitter handle at anti woke podcast, and thanks for listening.